0: Hey guys, this is episode 9 of The Western, and I just want to remind you the Western is all about encouraging and inspiring the people of the Western suburbs. And today we're not actually in our typical, you know, location where we record. I'm actually in our special guest studio, Eric Fortaleza. That's
1: correct. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Fortaleza.
0: Hey Eric, how's it going?
1: Hello, Laura. Uh, Laura. Here, Laura. I said Laura.
0: <laughs> you didn't emphasize the ah. Uh. Uh,
1: well, um, sometimes <laughs> I feel that uh, when you listen truly, you'll be able to hear the subtleties of language uh, <laughs> in many different ways. So let's just keep going. and I'm see not
0: sure if you're being <laughs> serious <or not. laughs>
1: Let's go. So, yes, thank you for coming all the way to my house. Uh, and I know thank you
0: for having me. Uh,
1: yeah. Thanks for inviting me to be interviewed. I would love to share what ever valuable thing I think I can share, or you think I have.
0: Oh, that's good. But yes. So let's talk about you as a musician. You are a bassist.
1: Yes, bass player.
0: And how long have you been playing bass for?
1: Um, I've been playing bass for, I think, 11 years. 11 years now. I started pretty late. I'm 28 now. 2008, 28. 2018, 28. Um, I started playing bass in 2007. Mm-hmm. Back in high school, right. I I was one of the late ones in comparison to at least everyone else that does music. Mm-hmm. A lot of them start when they're young and yeah. when they do um, private lessons. But I started pretty late, actually. I picked it up with a few band members from school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the bass sort of got um, appointed to me because there was no bass player in the group. And I was like, okay, I'll play bass. Um, But
0: did you already know how to play bass?
1: No, no. Everyone plays a bit of guitar in school, and you you know everyone Mm -hmm. learns a bit of guitar. But then, no, I didn't know how to play bass. And there was four of us. There was a singer. Well, I wouldn't call them sing. This is how I explain it. I I was in a group of four. Yes. So the best singer in the four became the singer. Right. The best guitarist in the four became the guitarist. And uh, there was me and this guy. And I don't me and this guy who uh, had no instrument and out of nowhere, uh, the drummer, the dad, his dad bought him like, his dad has like an eBay eBay problem and yeah. he just buys stuff on eBay <laughs> and then the dad bought him drums. <laughs> so and he became I the was drummer. like, oh, I'll play bass. Right.
0: Okay. And so what were the, did you get a teacher to teach you bass or was it more self-taught? Uh,
1: when, I, when I first started, YouTube was in its, Like the early days, Mm -hmm. actually, and there was it was everywhere. Everyone was posting lessons. Everyone was posting free content, yeah. Like of how to how to play, how to pluck, how to slap, how to do all these different techniques. I used that a lot first, yeah, and um, to to learn. And uh, I think eventually I realized that there's only so much you can learn. Via videos, yeah. Uh, you actually need a physical person to show you um, the actual techniques of how to play an instrument. And eventually, right. I d- I did out of my own pocket money. Um, I went to maybe I can only afford to go there like five or six times. I went to a, a so like a teacher out in Wentworthville. I would catch a train yeah. and I'd go there, learn, and then catch a train back. But yeah, it was mer- it was very self. Self thought,
0: right. Mm. And so, when you started bass, how did you start falling in love with it? You know, was it just because you kept doing it more, your love and passion grew for, for it? Or for the bass or for yeah. music, or music in general? Yeah. Well, I think I think
1: me, uh, my, my pa- like my parents listened to good music. Yeah. And um, I feel that that's how I fell in love with it already. I really loved I already loved music before mm. I picked up the instrument. Yeah. So, mom listened to a lot of Beatles, Frank Sinatra and obviously i'm filipino in background uh, yep. my parents would sing a lot of karaoke yeah so <laughs> that's, that's a thing and they always force you to sing but um <laughs> mom listened to a lot of great music and yeah. she had a lot of great records uh bg's beatles uh frank neil diamond yeah
0: um
1: and because of that i just uh, elton john she should, should, should have that um because of that i i think i already loved music yeah um and then when I picked up the bass, it was just another extension of my love for it.
0: Wow! Yeah. I don't
1: think I fell in love with it later. Yeah. It, it was already did so.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And so for you, what? How would you define music? Oh. <laughs> you know, or like, what does music mean to you as a person?
1: Okay. Uh. uh without getting t- okay, that's one of the hardest questions <laughs> you can ever ask. A musician. Not, like <laughs> it's n- like it's <laughs> like asking, it's like asking. A dancer, what does dance mean
0: Well, sometimes people have different interpretations, you know. So for you, it'd be interesting to know what is your interpretation of music.
1: I guess this is the easiest way I can explain it. So um, I grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. I may not be as active or as, um, what's the word? Uh, Practicing. uh, Practicing, yeah. uh, uh, As often as I should be, Mm -hmm. or at least what my parents think I should be um but you know like if if i can i don't know who your listeners are but if i could use prayer as a as an example sometimes you know like we try to define it what's prayer is that like bowing kneeling closing your eyes singing dancing praise and worship or however many different cultures and religions do it um to me music is the one thing that when i do it's the closest thing I have to that, in terms of being of not understanding what it truly is. Because there's something, there's something. You can hear my dog. Hey Baxter, <laughs> you can hear my dog barking at the window. Um,
2: yeah.
1: There's something about it that that bring it brings me to a place that. To ah, me, isn't that same
0: existentialism? Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: it it's it's like med, med medita- meditation, meditation, like a yeah. nearly meditation. Mm. It's 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 out of but, uh, an out of body experience. Wow. Yeah. Where that it's that it's it's like that to me. It's the closest thing I have to having a conversation with a higher power, a higher power. Be it God, be it the universe, yeah. be it spirit. Oh, it yeah. Be it like. That's t- that that's what it is for me and yeah. it, and and I feel that b- you know in terms of language in if trying to communicate with someone from another country
0: mm.
1: it's it's your next line of communication yeah if you can't speak Chinese but I'm sure if you
0: music, uh, play
1: music play a piano piece play yeah. a guitar piece they understand mm. they may not know exactly what you're playing if you're yeah. playing whatever it may be but they understand music
0: yeah definitely you know,
1: i think that's which is beautiful why right that's why you can communicate i th- i reckon if you picked how many countries in the world 70 uh, i don't know i don't know Zen something asking. like that yeah 90 um, <laughs> whatever if we pick if we picked um, a person from like just one person from everywhere around the world that i've never met and that we put them all in a choir or group we can all make them sing together we may not all make them um, like communicate like hey let's have a conversation yeah or it may be hard for them to um communicate to hey fix this car yeah hey build a building yeah but i feel that
0: music connects like us. if
1: you make them like sing if you you know you someone starts singing someone will follow it become it's just a thing that doesn't need much words right. just, it can just yeah. be what it is yeah if that's an answer, that's sort of like too elaborate, and maybe I
0: <laughs> no, it's a good answer. No, um, so what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had as a musician?
1: Um, we were talking about this actually before when uh, before we started the interview. Mm. Actually, was uh, I grew up at West? Yeah. Um, I f- so w- when I picked up the the bass, I wanted to do music in high school. Yeah but there was not enough students to do music in my high school. I went to Mitchell High School. Right. I'm not trying to bag them out. <laughs> love that school. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> learned a lot from there. But um, I actually, which is where you went, Laura, um, I applied for St. Mary's, mm-hmm. but I applied for year 12. Right. I didn't apply for year 11. I applied too late. Mm. Um, I wanted to do music, but you guys only had, in that year, you only had two entr- entrants. And right. I'm sure I wasn't qualified enough. Yeah. Um, so my high school didn't have enough students to do music. So there were like three PE classes, but there wasn't enough music, music students. Yeah. So I think it was a pro and con. And I, and um, it was hard that there was no music program in my school. And yet all the sport teams have all the things they need.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's Australia in a nutshell. But... Um I can use that as an excuse that I wasn't where I'm not where I am, or which is I think or I thought or maybe I did do is that I yeah. use that as a fuel, yeah to like definitely. well okay um i didn't I didn't get to study music, so I better catch up, yeah, yeah, and I think that pushed me I pushed myself more to be like
0: it's kind of like when you are under resource, you have to go and find it, you yeah, know, or else you'll never get it,
1: yeah and really? and what's beautiful about it now is that um a guy a, a guy uh, you know some guy random guy from blacktown yeah i'm playing with some of the greatest musicians in this country who mm. studied at the Sydney conservatorium who had who had funding up in the north shore who yeah. had different programs in the shire or have different private tuitions in um in eastern suburbs yeah and playing with them now is making me like no i worked, i worked my butt off I may not have gotten the same
0: education this, uh, and whatnot. Yeah,
1: same um, available things that, that they had. Yeah.
0: But you I made I the most the, of now. it.
1: I try. Well, I tried. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so you're actually doing a lot in the West. Uh, i feel like you are i always see like there's an event you know um for example on thursdays i hear that you guys have started playing music on level four
1: okay so um i play every monday night at the monday jam mm-hmm. uh it used to be at it's moved around it's, a, it's the jam has been running for like nearly a decade and it, what it is to give people here that are listening uh an, an idea is a uh, it's it's like an it's like a it's a gig, well it's a gig yeah. of course but it's an open invitation as well to all musicians of all levels. Um, it's a chance for musicians to uh, play with other musicians that they've never played with. It's a chance for them to create um, create music with musicians they've never played yeah. with. Um, it's a chance for them also to to see the competition or. Yeah. Uh, the words are competition. To see what's out there, just really, To see the stand- yeah. I, I, Let's say, let's use the word the standard mm. of working musicians yep. in Sydney. Okay. Um, Baxter. Baxter's yeah. getting excited. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. I,
1: w- th- th- when I first started playing music or at mm. least studying music uh, in tertiary education, I went to JMC Academy mm-hmm. private college. Um, on Monday nights, I would go out to a place called the Lansdowne Hotel, which is opened again. Uh, it's been closed for a while, but it reopened as a music yeah. venue. Um and that's where the Monday Jam was, mm-hmm. and all these musicians would just come from different levels um, of. And it's just so there would be a house band, a yeah. Monday Jam house band. They'd do a set, and then a, they would have f- different featured artists through a, every week. But then when the jam opens up, that's when you sign up your name.
0: And then you, you can try to help get up. Them. That's awesome. Um, it's yeah. it
1: can get very intimidating because yeah. one you don't you don't know the music, but or you. You know, they're playing a song you don't know mm. or you do know the song, but they're playing it in a different key or whatever it may be. There's many reasons. So the idea of it was just a network kind of n- yeah. and to see different musicians. Um, I really love that because my first time playing, uh, at, at least in that in that thing, I, I, in that space, I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned what I what the standard where I should be. I learned where I, that, I, that I need to listen because if you're in a position where you're, you, you get, the best way I can explain it for a non-musician is like, if you get placed in a work environment that's not yours, mm. and there's already people that sort of know each other and you get in, it's like, how do you make yourself have worth? Yeah. How do you make yourself be part of that team?
2: Yeah.
1: You can be a team player, you can be a lone wolf, but you gotta see what best suits you yeah, and how are you. And plus, with music, you're playing with a lot of different people. So, long story short, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, and eventually, after uh, it's been running for eight years, I was never part of the band, but after eight years, I joined the band three years ago and I've been with them. I've been playing every Monday night at our new venue at the Soda Factory. Oh, very nice. Near Central Station. Yeah. You just, it's every Monday. Um, it's it's just a great way to meet people, um, and I wanted to bring that at west.
0: That's awesome. And yeah. I
1: start, We started with a with a few different people. We started the Western Sydney Jam, which started at Blacktown Arts Centre. Yeah. The Blacktown Arts Centre really uh, pushed and helped us create a medium for, because there's so many there's so many great Western Sydney musicians.
0: There are. Yeah. Um, what
1: I found though is working more. Uh, working full time and working in the city, mm. that a lot of even a, ho- a lot of Western City musicians that do it even for a hobby yeah. don't get a chance to see live music. So I wanted to bring it out here so there's no more excuses. So That's awesome. Um, yeah. Again, flash forward a bit. Um, I offered that same program and and not just not just a live band and not just uh, the Western Sydney Jam. I offered that program to West Point Shopping Center that I go, I can provide um acoustic acts for you guys and a jam session on Thurs like an open the Western Sydney jam session band yeah. on Thursday nights. Which we do on thir- which we did on Thursday nights. And then we have acoustic duos Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um it's winter now, so we had to stop it a bit. Of course, uh hopefully yeah. we can start it again. When when it gets warmer, yeah, but of course. Yeah, that's what that was.
0: That's really awesome, yeah, and that's m-
1: many different random things.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Actually, another thing that were are added. Mm. Uh, Hillsong actually asked us to uh, do the Western Sydney Jam as well, so we're doing a Hillsong uh, Jam session. It's it's not just um ju- it's not just for Hillsong um, members because right. I'm not a member of Hillsong, yeah, but yeah. they asked love the program so much and they love the purpose of bringing western city musicians together to just create music that's so beautiful. they invited us once a month and our next one is in on june 21 actually yeah so um it's monthly so if you just check out western Sydney jam session on mm. facebook you'll see all the different events we have many more coming we have blacktown arts center d- is doing more yeah but it's just the purpose the purpose of the western Sydney jam session was and I always told myself was to reignite the music out west. That's it was never about yeah. it was never about just me, really. Mm, yeah. my, my dream is to see a gig happening in the corner of Eljana's. Yeah. Uh, in the corner of um, what else is in Blacktown? You know, like Blacktown, West Point,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Mount
1: Druid. You just see musicians performing everywhere, rather than having to go to the city.
0: Exactly, That's and like kind of bring music out here in the west, which is kind of happening at the moment. And I don't know if you're aware, but the New South Wales Gov actually announced that they are going to do more out it here in the West, which is awesome. They did.
2: They
1: did. They had this program called Beats and Bites. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, Which definitely. we performed at, which the Western Sydney Jam performed at two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And many different... I played for an artist named Michael David and that played as well. And it's it's run by... The government is helping out a lot to push it, but as much as they can, you know, they can only throw money and yeah, programs yeah. but it's the people the yeah, people definitely. have to be have to be the one that's that support that and was it hard
0: this? for you to kind of start that like as in was there like a lot of support from the people when you started that yeah,
1: there there was like there, there's there's a hunger in in the west mm, yeah, definitely. people are hungry they're yeah. getting to the point where they're like we want more the, the west is the fastest growing uh area in australia i think yeah. western sydney well, yeah yeah definitely. Uh, maybe new south wales maybe yeah, don't new quote south. me i don't know my <laughs> my yeah. statistics but at, at least in new south wales i feel it's the the largest mm. in terms of growth yeah and um there was a lot of support for it because because yeah. people are hungry yeah for definitely it. they they want more and i it, it comes from my own personal experience because i want more for it of
0: course you know? yeah that's good and so what are some of the things that you've like I don't know. What are the things that have been so fulfilling for you f- doing that?
1: Um, so uh, f- it, there's many, many different many different things that have happened that made me very happy for the West. So it gives me hope for the West. Yeah. But if I could just share a couple. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. just go with one. Um, so there used to be... Oh, no, I forgot the name, but it doesn't matter. It, I meet so many... <laughs> There's so many people that come and say hello, and yeah, they're like, yeah. "Oh, my name's this. My name's that. Can we get up? Can we do this?" Um, I'm sorry if I don't remember all your names. It gets very overwhelming, but I do appreciate. I know all your faces, and I appreciate everyone getting going to the jams and getting up. But one thing was when I first started the jam, there was a bunch of kids that would just come and sit in. Yes, it was tough. Actually, it's good that I don't name. I don't name them. They, they might get them I get embarrassed yeah, yeah. yes when they first got up at the jam they may not have been in the same level but that's the whole point really right was yeah. for these young guys to to play with professional musicians yeah. um, side note um the people that that stu- that played the jam with me uh oh I'm a full-time musician mm. um I meaning I don't have anything else to Bring money to my table other than music, yeah. and I surround myself with people that do it full time too.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I ask the, my my friends and this, those same guys that do it full time to give back the same way I was. Wow, yeah. Um. And so the mainly the the guys in the house band. By house band, I mean the you know the the band that plays for the on the night that give you know that use it, we use their amp we use their drums and they play a set and they feature. I surround myself with the same loving people as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And they give back the same way. Anyway, um, a good thing about that is young guys get an opportunity to play with professional musicians. Yeah. Um, so, when these, I remember these young guys that would get up and, yes, they had a long way to go, but it was just fun for them to play yeah. with musicians. Then, maybe a year or two later, um, they had their own band now. Wow Um, yeah. we featured them actually at um the Thursday night live on the lawn at West Point. Yeah, they yeah. wanted to do an opening act and we we loved them. But they brought all their friends from just playing and you performing. know, performing at the jam a year or two later to having their own band that Fulfilling. That's, that's
0: fulfilling. That's, that's beautiful. And at times, whenever you feel discouraged, like what do you feel that helps you keep going? You oh, know, is it, it when you just remember those kind of things? Because it does get tough sometimes, you know. And what I've a, a reoccurring thing that I've been hearing is that people are like, yeah, there's we n- like there's so much need for change, but I'm not going to do anything like I give up kind of thing. And I, that's something. I want to kind of emphasize is that we shouldn't give up, you know, like because there we are making changes. And for you, how do you keep going? Like
1: That's a, that's a great very deep and great question yeah. actually. Um so it'll be a lie to say that yeah, I never I never go through anything. It's that's Exactly. Yeah. Um we live in this world where f- social media Ha, creates this lie yeah. that everything fa- it's a facade and mm. we have to we have to understand that um, we o- we really only see the best bits mm-hmm. or what people perceive as the best bits in their lives definitely uh, we don't really see the grind sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. we only see when someone succeeds and w- when we do see people succeed it's like they don't deserve that yeah there's a part of us like they don't they don't deserve that but but if if I could open up a bit more we all go through those insecurities. Mm-hmm. We all go through this. Um, oh, why am I not doing better? Yeah, yeah. Oh, am I not? Um, I wanna. I wanna do this. I wanna do that, but I can't. Mm. Um, I've of course, I have. I, I have gone through many many different incarnations of doubt, insecurities, yeah. and, and hate to on to myself. Um, and it's a lie to say everything's fine. I think the understanding of um, it's not, yeah, and it's fine.
0: Yeah, it well, it's kind of like we need to normalize that again. Yeah, it w- we yeah. we we haven't
1: we haven't normalized that because of the social media it's thing. So
0: taboo now, yeah. right? We
1: only like post what's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, this comes from. I'm not trying to discourage anyone. This mm. is more. This is more. Just a realistic approach. Of of pursuing a career. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a lot of people. Yeah, I do. I know a lot of musicians <laughs> um, that go, man, there's nothing here in Australia. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to LA. I hear
0: that a lot as well. <laughs> like, oh yeah, my. I'm right going right to go
1: right. to LA. I'm going to go to New York and make it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. This is my first question for them. So, you, singer, musician, named, whatever your name is. Mm. You say there's nothing in, in Sydney and there's nothing in Australia for you. You're going to leave to go to LA and you're going to leave to go to New York and make it. Now, before you do that, I'm going to ask you a question.
0: Mm.
1: What makes you think, again, this is not a discouragement, this is just a more realistic approach. It's more of what a way th- to make you think. Yeah. What yeah. makes you think, musician number one, that um, you can just go to LA now and make it. But a person like, I want to use this guy's name because he's a, he's a very influential musician and he's up there. He's succeeded a lot. And this is more just just an expression of, uh, I really look up to this guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a great musician. Mm. Um, his name is Ray Thistlethwaite. He is Whoa. the lead singer of, um, that last name is very hard to say. He's the lead singer of Thirsty Merc. Oh, yes, um, curly hair. Yes, let's just call him Ray. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to look like an idiot. In <laughs> this in this
0: Sorry, Ray, if you're listening.
1: Um, so, yeah. Ray's the lead singer of Thirsty Merc. Mm-hmm. And they've had hits. They've had great songs. Yeah. Um, songs that have been used on TV. Mm-hmm. They have albums. I'm sure they won arias.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and Ray is also pursuing his solo career as yeah. a solo musician in LA. Mm. And he's, um, s- you know, trying to do the grind he's always flying back and forth between Sydney and LA um, he goes to the jams every now and then as well um, and he's pursuing his own career yeah. as Ray as a solo as a soloist in LA now he hasn't I don't it's hard uh, if if I don't want to like put down what his achievements but let's say in a conventional unrealistic, Sense he hasn't made it in LA. Like
0: he's still hustling. He's still he's he's continuing
1: to hustle. Mm. So, my question is, if Ray, who's already succeeded so much here in Australia, yeah, is still hustling in LA, yeah, what make and you who hasn't done anything in Sydney in Australia,
0: yeah,
1: what makes you think you're just gonna go to LA and make it,
0: yeah. Know. I think people will, like kind of forget how hard it is to actually work and get to that level. Yeah. And I also think, or feel, not so much think, this is my opinion, but um it's like, you want to make a change here in Australia. There's so much need for a change yes. here in Australia. Like, why do you want to leave that? You yeah. know, like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. You know, not everyone's doing it, but just do it. You can make that change. And I
1: Man, I agree completely. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. it's like what have you done? What ha- what have you done f- for the community?
0: Mm, yeah, and like
1: like you say, there's nothing here. Have you created? have yeah. you created
0: things? It's kind of like those sayings, like create your own world. You yeah. know, if it's not there, you can do it. You yeah, know? Like I agree. And if you give up, that sucks, man. Because someone else is going to end up doing it. Yeah, you know, well, like there's always going to be someone else.
1: I always feel that when these young musicians do give up. Yeah. my my um passive aggressive way of kicking their ass is like that's fine more gigs for me yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah you know like i remember uh oh who is that comedian um is in the mask jim carrey yeah that's it he said in an interview it was like you have if you wanted something you have to will the universe for it yeah your will has to ask the universe for it and if the universe hasn't given it to you yet. It's because his it's too busy. Willing things to existence for me. Yeah, yeah. So your will just meaning that your will just has to be strong, and you just have to take action on it. Yeah, definitely. Now, like, yeah, it I, it, it always comes back to that actually with this yeah. with young musicians saying there's nothing here, and mm. I go, man. Then, to me, it's fine if you say I give up, I'm moving. If I've seen you create opportunities for others if i've seen you create events and actually pursue things mm. and i've seen you fail jump down whatever yeah if i see you you push your music you uh, you push your product or whatever it may be to radio to mm. to different um uh outlets. different outlets yeah. but yeah and then if i just see you posting Facebook videos and he's mm. like there's nothing here in <laughs> Sydney <laughs> and I'm like great uh, yeah. when's the last time I saw you watch music yeah when's the last time I saw you at a gig like when's expand the last time yourself. when's yeah. the last time I saw you support or yeah. showing music what makes mm. you think people are gonna support your music if you have if you don't support the yeah. the roots or the ground that's around you yeah you know?
0: so how do you generally like push yourself you know like to keep doing that because you know people give up like how do you not give up?
1: I don't give okay okay I don't give myself any other option right um, I've quit a sev- eight years ago mm. m- more Bef- before um before i I think when when I officially when I officially became technically a musician was when I first did a paid gig when I registered my ABN As a as Eric Fordel as a music yeah um, was when I quit I used to I was was when I quit my part time job at Dick Smith Electronics yeah yeah I was studying then but Mm -hmm. I would on part time I would you know like that was your
0: side hustle
1: yeah just to make some money but then when I was like um, I don't think I can take myself seriously unless this is the only thing I'm doing your last option yeah now it makes it it's easy and people do need that uh that net that safety net and i get it but uh, this is a if this is a personal question about how i push myself
0: Mm.
1: it's because i have no other option
0: that's awesome yeah
1: it's it's not about like um keep going because you should do this or do that it's like keep going because there's nothing else yeah that's that's how I keep pushing. And myself. how
0: did you get to that point to make that decision? Obviously, you would have thought about it for a very long time, or was it just like, you know what? I'm going to resign today. Like, what was your process? What was your thought process when you made that decision?
1: Okay, I'm sorry for all the listeners right now. I know this I'm talking and ranting. So f- I don't know how long your interviews normally are, but if of all the questions, this has to be this has to be the this has to be the uh, i feel the longest answer that i that i'm gi- that, that that i'm giving um so a long time ago i when i when i first had some crappy old laptop toshiba laptop that yeah. my my parents handed me down i there was a there was little feature on the on the computer that was a to-do list yeah. i I've, I've and to anyone else that has heard me explain this story I'm so sorry again, I'm re-repeating it. So in the in the to-do list feature, I put two things. Yeah. I put buy own car, um, buy fender base. Right. And maybe this was when I was in high school. Yeah. And I didn't really understand the gravitas of where that was gonna lead to. But um that's all I put there. Um eventually as different laptops, different iOS's, and eventually you can put it on your phone Mm. as they grew. Um, I got to tick some of those things off. It grew, it grew, that to-do list expanded to a hundred, to a hundred or a thousand things. Um, if I could, I know you guys can't see it, but I'm going to show Laura. But if I could show my to-do list now, um, it it's not just your your to do list should never just be about one thing. Yeah. You don't just put one thing. Mm. It's about achieving a hundred other things underneath that main thing. Yeah. So if I could show Laura and she can vouch for me with my um show completed
0: Yeah.
1: of every other every other goal that I've done. Wow, yeah. Underneath it. Um and I've meant now I have many different to do lists. Yeah. Now I learned this from uh, my favorite uh, singer-songwriter named John Mayer. He yeah. was doing a Berkeley interview and I was watching it on YouTube.
2: Mm.
1: And he said, the question was, how do you make it? How do you make it? Like, how did you make it? How do I make it? That's what uh, That was a student question. And he answered, that's a stupid question. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm still going to answer it. Um, he said, um, define making it. Selling a hundred CDs, selling five hundred CDs, selling one CD—it's mm. um, it. You need to define your expectation and define what you mean because if you don't, then you're aiming at the you're shooting for the dark. Yeah, it's like aiming nowhere. So, and the other thing is as well is that uh, one make your dreams or or make it realistic. Now, let's just say if you only had one dream, it's uh, to sell a million CDs. Not that,
0: that we have CDs anymore. L- let's say yeah, whatever. go
1: on. Yeah, a, nine, a million albums. Yeah, yeah. What in whatever form <laughs> in what it may be in. Sell a million albums. Now, the lesson he was trying to teach was if you sell 900,000 albums, mm. you're already setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Like, but that in itself is a great achievement. Mm. But you're not putting other goals underneath it. So if you define if underneath I want to make it as your dream, put underneath that sell fifty albums, sell hundred albums, sell a thousand albums yeah. um, talk to a excuse me talk to a label mm.
2: uh
1: get signed to a label, talk to five different labels,
2: mm.
1: get signed to a publisher
2: yeah
1: uh, talk to start a band um perform at five venues Mm. perform at seven venues so as i'm all these things that i'm dotting down are are all that's about 20 in itself already yeah so if you have that you're ticking off all those things one by one Mm. the great thing about that is one you see all your achievements that you've done two you start heading to a direction that you're building something rather than Again, social media thing where you oh, I've done nothing. Yeah, but then you slowly realize that before you can achieve that main goal, mm. you need to have a million other goals underneath it's like it. Like the compounding effect. Yeah, yeah, of course, and yeah. that's that's what it really is. If you don't, we we um, live in this world now that it's the now. Yeah, definitely. You know, and we don't realize that the before was what really helped us where we are now. I think that's. That whole to-do list aspect um, was was this great thing that really pushed me to do all my crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, the greatest, the great one of. I had to. The reason why I know that's. I mean, I I had to reshare that story a c- couple years ago because yeah. um, a long time ago, like I said, I put buy Fender bass, and I bought my own, um, I bought my own Fender bass with again with my parents' help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But buy my own car, what I meant by that was, um, buy my own car from music.
0: Yeah. Like from,
1: to be able to buy your own car from the music you play, wow. man, that's yeah. a, that was the greatest feeling. Yeah. But um, on my life and career goals I had on there, um, I put on there a long time ago, oh, I may have deleted this one, but I put there a long time ago, get signed, Become a Fender artist.
0: Wow! Yeah.
1: Um, if you guys don't know what Fender is, Fender is the, I guitar reckon right now, biggest or instrument or brand. guitar brand in yeah. the world. Mm. Um, and I put that there as a young, young, gullible.
0: Just stu- a young dreamer.
1: Dreamer. <laughs> yeah. And I put it out there, and I'm like, get signed or become a Fender artist. Yeah. Um, when I, it's a long, it's a very long story how it. Reached that point but when I got an email one morning Mm. a couple years ago hey Eric uh, blah 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 from Fender here it's our it's our um, privilege and an honor to invite you to become part of the Fender family here's your contract sign it back and when I first read that email I cried that morning
2: Wow! I was like
1: (laughs) from just a little dream but again I didn't do nothing underneath it yeah
2: definitely Um,
1: the idea is have your goals out there mm. say it even if it's unrealistic yeah but have a thousand goals underneath yeah definitely um right now what it has and um and the top of my list is be part of a grammy nominated project yes it sounds silly or it sounds like oh you are never
0: going to I get feel that. like it doesn't matter you but can get that yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. it's like what
1: well all the thousand the thousand different goals underneath it mm. what what am i Let's see. Let's see if this is the
0: thing as well. Like, I want to ask you, like, what is your idea of making it? You know, like for you, what does it mean to be successful? I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean I want to have this X amount of money or I want to sell this X amount of blah. Mm. But for you personally, like, what does success mean to you, or how do you define success?
1: I feel success means never being content of the great things you've achieved.
0: That's awesome. Like always stay hungry. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um the moment you feel like you've done enough, mm. that's pride.
0: But there's always a what's next. This is the thing as well. Like you'll get to a certain level but then you always ask what's next. Yes, well that's you what I, yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like
1: after that after the top of my list get p- get be part of a grammy nominated project. If I do become part of a grammy no- nominated project, it's like well now I want to win a Grammy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, what's
1: after winning a Grammy? Now I want to win another Grammy.
0: Mm.
1: Well, what's after that? Be part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah. What's after
1: that? Uh, like, so there's you know. so
0: much you can so do. So th- that's, mm.
1: I think that's, the sign of, um, and it doesn't have, you don't, ha- it doesn't have to yeah. outdo it. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to outdo, that dream. Mm. I I just feel that you're just never being. Yes, be happy and be grateful, Mm. but never be content. Because being content means you've stopped.
0: Yeah, exactly. Being content
1: means you've stopped grinding and you've Mm. stopped giving. Right. Um, Content can be a negative thing as well, Mm. where you're like, uh, I don't need to mentor anymore because I've done enough. I've mentored enough people. Mm. I don't need to share anymore because I've shared enough. Yeah. Um, I think, man, I'm learning a lot about myself by talking about this. I d- that's a great way of defining success, yeah. I feel. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I didn't even get the word because you had to help me f- no, get the word con- content, the <laughs> most basic word in the <laughs> English language. Um, yeah, I, I feel that that's, that's a way of s- really finding success, yeah. be it starting a family. Mm. If you want to retire, be, be it just... Not pursuing music anymore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what, if it's music, if it's working a desk job, if it's retiring, if it's not pursuing music or whatever it may be. It's just never being content because you always want better or for you and your family mm. and your friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a nice. Thing.
0: I like that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and so for you, like, you know how you set all these goals how did you come to decide that yeah that's my goal and then the steps you know because a lot of people I feel don't chase what they want to do is because they don't know how to do it or they don't take the initiative to go out and find it like for you what was it that helped you kind of create those goals or think of those ideas and Kind of like just take those first steps. Like, was it community or did you have a mentor or a book or a video? Like,
1: So uh, it's I think it's all of that as well. Mm. It's all of that because uh, there's, a, there's a theory. Oh my sister, my elder sister who lives in, uh, now lives in San Francisco, always taught me that, one, you need a mentor. You yeah. always need a mentor. Yeah. Two, you always need a mentee.
2: You right, always should be yeah. mentoring.
1: -hmm. It it's the cycle should never end. If you're not mentoring anyone, then you need to. Yeah. If you're not being mentored by anyone, then you need to find someone.
2: Yeah.
1: If you want, if you don't find someone, if you find someone that you want to mentor and they don't, Mm -hmm. that's on them.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's not on you.
1: Mm. Um, if they're not willing to share, if it might be you as well that you're not willing to listen, and they don't want to mentor you because they don't want to listen. But But people's dynamics are different. That's another thing. That's, I don't want to go too deep into that because what I, if I could use one example that led to all those different things. Yeah. Um, because, of course, reading as m- much as you can, watching as much videos as you can mm-hmm. about um, pursuing and all of that. Um, but if I could use one thing and make it relate to everyone, but with musicians... Um, and I said this earlier in this interview was you n- you need to watch other people,
0: right? Yeah,
1: you need to see. You need to watch live music. Yeah, if you want to, a lot of people like oh I, I don't know what to do with music I can't do anything. Well, have you gone watch live mm. music other than on YouTube? Yeah, have you gone to a bar and watched music and then talk to that person? Hey, how you? are you r- how are you writing your own, have you talked to them yeah have you bought their cd mm. have you gone hey how did you record your album where did you record your album did you kind of like it by just
0: learning and getting resources you, n- you need to see the standard
1: yeah. before you you need to see the standard or at least the beginnings the first steps of your craft yeah, before definitely. you even think if you can or can't do it yeah yeah you know like a lot of people use that as an excuse that they don't know what to do and I'm like and I asked them have, have you gone out yeah. and <laughs> watched music?" Yeah. they're like oh uh, uh, no yeah. and I'm like, well there you go that's the first steps yeah D- you need with uh, let, let's use another like it's like I want to be a dancer but then you never watch dance before you know you don't go to battles or, s- or performances yeah. I, I want to be I want to be a painter but yet you don't go to an art gallery. It doesn't make any sense. You're not you're not seeing a goal. You're just looking at it in your own bubble, mm. in your own echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and it people do get. I've seen a lot of people get stuck in that bubble or echo chamber because mm. yes, they sing. Let's say they sing in high school, and everyone thought they everyone thinks they're amazing, so they think they're amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm really good. They post videos on their Facebook in their echo chamber, and they get like, Oh my God, you're an amazing singer. Yeah but then they're
0: not being challenged they're not
1: being challenged cuz they're not going and they, they go to a they go to a live gig for the first time they get up hey what key they're like uh, I, I don't know yeah, yeah uh ready one two and then he doesn't know and he they don't they need to sort of be in the deep end yeah. and and at least know where the deep end you're not going to learn how to swim and you're not going to learn how to swim when the water is just in your legs yeah exactly you know? yeah um so that's i think the most i think that's the most important thing to know yeah how to start cuz you d- awesome. you don't whatever it may be be it journalism be mm. it, uh how to edit videos video making filmmaking yeah. if you don't see how other people are pursuing it you're not going to be able to
0: yeah and for you i uh, like how do you kind of like help like not drown cuz you're always saying that you're busy like what are ways for you to kind of like collect yourself you know cuz you can be overwhelmed with everything going on because you know you're just full busy and whatnot so how do you kind of find that alone time to kind of like regather your thoughts and always bring out your best performance
1: so with music with music it's a bit different maybe and then then let's say uh an architect an architect needs to be in their a game when they're designing a building for a customer. Mm. The architect, ne- you know, an architect needs to be. They need to know uh, the structural integrity of a building. They need. T- they need to make sure that they don't forget one little aspect mm. of their of, of everything that they've learned, so that when they find, design this building, it doesn't just crumble. Yeah. Now, uh, what m- I think makes music different is that if I'm in a bad mood, I sort of c- can express that musically. Yeah,
0: you can. If I'm yeah. not
1: doing well, I can musically express that. That's if incredible, y- yeah. If you, I-, I feel that, I'm still, l- I'm not saying I've mastered this. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's a thing that I'm learning in as, I g- as I go. That mm. um, you, f- if I'm playing, you let what's going on, you let what's going on at that moment be the be the muse of however i'm playing Mm. um so i can't say that when i'm playing i'm always going to be happy because you can't yeah you're not we're not robots that can just switch on to happy and sad yeah um but being able to learn to use that use that sadness use that pain use that hurt in my performance in my in whatever gig that i'm doing yeah because then to me that that lets me lets me let it out
0: that's um, awesome. Yeah.
1: So that that is one way of being able to cope and deal with it. Mm. Um. I, that's that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you don't want just one feeling, every time. If you're touring the world, you're not always going to be happy. Yeah. Those 365 days.
0: Yeah.
1: You're gonna you're gonna have days where you're like, uh, it's not about um, hiding that. It's about expressing letting it. Expressing it. That. Yeah. And that's what makes music a bit a bit different. Now, I like that. Um, if I if if. That's one way of answering that question. Yeah, yeah. The other way can be um, about well, y- it's it's hard because to st- a lot of people, their job is their job, and then when it's five p.m., they leave. Mm. They don't live that anymore. If I'm playing music at a gig, I get home, I listen to music. Yeah, I love me. I wake up, I listen to music. I play music. I try to write when I can. I,
0: yeah.
1: I try to create when I can. It's dif-
0: incredible. You never get sick of music. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah maybe. There may be different styles of music. But now, now, I always pose this uh, I enjoy Facebook for its, I, I try to take advantage of its um, stupidity and uh, take yeah. advantage of its. Uh, I'm not saying I'm the arbiter or the moral compass of anyone or anything. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I enjoy the, again, when it's not an echo chamber. I post this thing every now and then. And I try to repost it when I feel like it. Even when sometimes my insecurities come out. Or why I do what I do. But I would post this. And maybe I can ask you the same question. If money didn't exist, would you do what you're doing right now? Mm. And I ask a lot of people that.
0: Yeah.
1: And if money didn't exist, would you wake up at to, to, the, to the guy that's building to the builder, to mm. the contractor, or whatever they do. If money didn't exist, would you still be doing what you're doing? Mm. Would you still work at that bank? Would you still work at that firm? If money didn't exist, yeah. would you still be a lawyer? Would you still be... Another I'm not good saying...
0: Another good question is to ask people is how much of society plays a massive influence on your decisions and choices, mm, yeah, you know? Or how much of your decisions are actually of your own decisions? Which is also another good question. Yeah, that's to heavy. Ask. That's
1: heavy too, because like we can get, we can form so much. Because yeah. like maybe music again, it can be like, is it because society? Is it because of the albums and mm. and the things that I grew up on that have this rock star mentality that I want to make music? Yeah. That could be. I g- it. It. It's all to to be to say that you're not ever is I think a lie. Yeah. A lot of people of that say, oh, I'm above that. I feel that I made. I no. feel that I've made my <laughs> own decision no. on my own without... Yeah without anyone or anything <laughs> anything influencing me. This is my original thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, I d- uh, it, that's, a, that's a tough question. That's a tough idea as well because...
0: We won't delve into that too <laughs> deeply because yeah, no, we'll it, it, be yeah. here for another five hours. <laughs> yeah, it, it
1: can get that can get very deep yeah. actually.
0: So another question I do want to ask you is how do you kind of bring Eric Fortaleza into your bass playing? Like how do you continue to stay different or... What what is something that you bring differently to the floor?
1: Um, if you think about it, if you have to think about it and you have to analyze it, and you have to be aware of what you're bringing differently every time, mm. then I feel you're overthinking it. Right. Then you, then you're not. If you have, it
0: should t- be something so natural. Yeah. So mm.
1: now now I'm not saying everyone has it. It's it's hard because you uh, every time you know, especially in this country or at least this industry you were you like what are you bringing to the table, what what are you offering? If you always have to having to constantly think, well I have to be different, I I have to be different, yeah, then that yeah. idea already is like is like then you're not. Yeah. Then just um now. So how
0: did you kind of process that now those thoughts?
1: Uh, I'm not saying I'm right here. Mm. I'm just gonna just try to open up. Yeah, yeah. Now there's there's this I get this advice that there's this advice that I always look up to where where it says it's always of course it's good. It's great to learn from your mistakes. Mm. It's even greater to learn from others. Yeah. Now a lot of people don't. They they if even if others already that with it. No, I'm still gonna do my own way. Mm. But because, of course, some people do need to experience it on their own, and I get it. But um, now, there's this. Uh, who said it? I don't remember who said it. But they said, "You'll never be exactly like your heroes. We w- we are all failed copies of our heroes
0: mm.
1: by failing to be exactly like who we want to be." than makes us. Wow, yeah. Um, you you will never be. As much as I love a particular bass player or a particular musician, as much as I try to copy exactly what they sound like, exactly how they play, exactly how they write, I can't. I didn't live yeah, their life. Yeah, I didn't live yeah. their heartbreak. I didn't live their family life. Mm-hmm. I didn't live where they... Even if there was a guy next door to me who had the same path, yeah. we... We're and we copy. We tried to copy the same thing. It'll
0: still be it's different. It'll still
1: be different in its own little way. Mm. Now, there are billions of people in this world, and by saying you're unique can be this can, again, we can get delve into that too much. <laughs> but, um, the idea is you just. I feel that you just need to do what you love. Mm, definitely. You just need to do what you love without overthinking, which we always will because we're insecure people, and yeah, we're and always gonna doubt ourselves. Mm. But you just need to do what you love, and regardless if you think it's unoriginal, if you keep doing it, you're going to fail anyway, because yeah, you can't, exactly. and then you'll be you.
0: All the more reason to do it, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: I, that is a hard question of having having to think of, like, what do you what do you offer to the table? It's hard, because it's all I you. can say is, can like, well, come me. to my gig. Yeah. Come to my gig and watch and see if I offer anything different. If I don't, I don't, but...
0: You're offering you.
1: Yeah, I can't. I, yeah, I'm offering what I think I know and what I think. Like, even yeah. with this interview, like <laughs> I, I may try to sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't.
0: I, yeah, I don't this know. is the thing. I always think no one really knows what they're doing. No, they don't. You I, just like, do it. My you know? um,
1: my uh, life <laughs> quote would be if I could have in my tombstones. Is what it's going
0: <laughs> to tombstone even? It's going to be a long one. Um, <laughs> it's, no, it's all it's going <laughs> to say
1: is everyone's an idiot, and that's okay.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <You're>
2: that, <like laughs> that
1: makes me. That makes me like. Yes, I get annoyed at people, but it's like oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's an idiot. I'm an idiot. They're an idiot. We're all idiots. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's good. That's awesome. And for you, um, w- you mentioned that you love John Mayer. Hmm. Is he your number one favorite music? Uh, it's
1: just I just grew up with that, and yeah, I, I love. I oh I, I'm <laughs> not. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm Actually, not let's gonna
0: just ask. What's your favorite album of his? Ah, oh, no,
1: I can't. Like.
0: Come on, you gotta have one. well, I, if, I, if 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 right now,
1: there's this thing on Facebook, everyone's posting their favorite like top ten albums. Oh
0: I saw that.
1: yeah, um I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. s- I'll say this because of where it led to. Continuum was the first album that, as a musician, as a playing musician, I got into. Ah. Uh, I, of course, I got into Room for Squares, which is the couple albums before that. And mm. of course, I got into heavier. Th- uh,
0: uh, than bigger than the body, yeah. heavier things. I bef- love those bef- first two albums. Before mm. that.
1: But as a young, as a playing mm. instrumentalist, as a it bass player. It was continuum. It was continuum. That was the era that I already started playing bass. Wow, yeah. Which yeah. led to me checking out everything. Mm. Um, now, uh, it's. I'll, I s- I'll say that's important because it led to many other things.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, that's it, good. It, it is. I will say it's the favorite because, again, it led to many other things. Um, I love all his music, and yeah. even if it, he releases something crap, I'll just say I like it I anyway.
0: S- yeah, that's uh, true um, because he's just great. I like yeah, him but I yeah, it.
1: like I that it's no people that know me have you know they, they know that's like yeah yeah stop covering John May or something <laughs> like I just love it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it just led to many other things. Now, mm. if I could share a story about that, of course, um, yeah. The, I always. I, one day I want to play with him one day, one day I, one day I want to be able to, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be the whole gig. It can be like being alone with John. (laughs) It can be a studio. Yeah. Even that. Yeah. Even
0: just
1: seeing, meeting him one-on-one, but I know he doesn't, I'm no one, I'm not going to give anyone time. Who
0: knows? You never know.
1: But, um, the, it was, it was all a step. So Pino Palladino, which is John Mayer's bass player. Um, I, I had the pleasure of meeting a couple years ago uh, backstage at, um, at Soulfest, if there was an event here with D'Angelo and who else is on? Aloe Black, yeah. uh, Music Soul Child. Um, and Pino Palladino was playing for D'Angelo, and, when I, and he's my favorite bass player. And I'll take out that bass actually so I can tell you the story. Hold on.
0: <laughs> I have to hold it while I'm telling this story.
1: So when I heard that he was coming, and thank goodness that i was playing for shout out to actually michael david who won a who won a competition for opening up the international stage wow. on on the soul fest and mm. we got to we i got to play for him at that at that stage playing his original music if you can check him out michael david amazing singer yeah um and that gave me backstage passes obviously cuz you get artist passes so when Pino Palladino, which is John Mayer's bass player, was there. I was like, I have to meet this guy. Um, so Fender, side note, Fender create different basses and different instruments, mm-hmm. and they also create artist instruments, meaning they do replicas of instruments of other musicians. Wow, yeah. So they have a Pino Palladino model, which is, this is exactly, uh, you can see it here, it's a... It's shell pi- uh, with a fiesta red. Yeah. The um, they, they Fender created uh, a replica of it. And I bought one because I love that guy so much and I love yeah, his playing so much. Wow. Anyway, I go backstage uh, and I had my bass with me because I wanted him to sign it.
0: Was it this exact yeah, bass you're holding? This, this wow. Exactly. I wanted
1: him to sign the bass. Mm. And I go up to him and he was like, hey man, my name's Eric. I know, he, you know, like... You don't. It's all good if you don't have to, but it would be awesome if you could. And he had to cut. And he knew I was gonna ask him to sign my bass He could feel it because yeah. I had my, ba- I had my case behind me, and he had to stop me. And he was like, he has an English accent. It's like, sorry, mate. Uh, I don't really feel like signing anything back here. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's all good. Yeah, yeah. I completely understand. It's the artist area. Mm. It can get the line can get very blurry of, mm. of, of fans and
0: yeah, and musicians
1: around and mm. you know and, and I was like, that's all good. I completely understand. Like, I don't want to pressure you. It's just an honor to meet you. And he was like, is it your base? And I'm like, it's actually your base. And I took it out of the case and I showed it to him. And he noticed, of course, he's going to notice that it's his exact one. And he's like, of course. Yes, of course I'll sign that. (laughs) And he comes out the pen and he goes, where do you want to sign it? And I go really big in the front. And it's like, no, I don't want to ruin it. So he puts it in his back.
0: Wow! He signs it right yeah, there. he already has this.
1: there's already, they already have a signature on them that they right. Made it, But right in the back of it, that's if you ever that's me You can see it on my Instagram. You can follow me at so hungry. S O O hungry.
0: We'll <laughs> definitely share it. We'll um, take pictures of it, and um, you guys can check it out. But
1: yeah, like I asked him to sign it, and he's like, "Yeah!" Like he got, he got excited. It, yeah. w- it was cute. One, it was an honor, and it was cute that he got excited. Like, yeah, yeah I'll sign that. Yeah, like of course. that, that. And then I just talked to him for like twenty-five minutes. Just talking about music and that's awesome. Um, yeah, and, and what and that's that lesson actually taught me that um, the people up there, like this guy, if you don't know who he is, he's played for Elton John, he's played for Eric Clapton, mm-hmm. he's played for BB King, he's played for Adele, yeah. he's played for John Legend, but he's mostly playing for John Mayer, he mm-hmm. played for The Who, plays for Nine Inch Nails, all these different bands. Wow, yeah, but um, he. He gave me his time. He didn't have to.
0: Mm. He
1: could have been like get lost. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. He had a chat with me. He that's gave beautiful. me That's beautiful. And yeah, and he signed he signed it. <laughs> that's a great memory. Now, I'm going to just write, try to fast forward in this chat. Um, in this story with yeah, John yeah. Mayer. Um now fast forward a bit was now John Mayer has a guitarist in his band and another great singer-songwriter in himself named David Ryan Harris. Mm. Now, David Ryan Harris has played for John for many years, writes, is a great singer. And he was in Sydney, and he played for, actually, he did uh, Guy Sebastian's tour Mm.
2: um,
1: a long time ago. But when he was here a couple years ago, um, for the Monday Jam, he was a featured act, and I got to play for him.
0: Um, Wow, yeah. So
1: that was as, as close as I can get. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I felt that as close as I can get I learned his songs we played his songs in you know, a beautiful singer-songwriter if you've never checked him out check him out David Ryan Harris amazing singer fast forward again I went to US the US last year yeah and uh, I bought tickets to a John Mayer show
0: wow yeah uh,
1: in New York mm-hmm. and I messaged Dave on Facebook and like hey Dave I'll see you at the show and he's like man cool uh, we'll meet up after um and he was playing for John. Uh, th- like, we'll meet up after. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, and he's like, oh, Pino is going to blow your mind. The this, this show is like Pino Paladino. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Um, in a nutshell, there was problems with the tickets, and I couldn't get in.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Something, because my friend, my friend, uh, another great singer <laughs> named Vivian Sessoms, who, who sings BVs for Pink and Sting, mm. Uh, who I stayed with, who l- she let me stay with her when I was in New York. Um, sh- another great singer. I should check her out. Vivian Sessoms. Um, she was like, "You, I'll, you, uh, we watched Dave Chappelle, and I'm like, I'll pay for the Dave Chappelle tickets. for yeah. letting me to yours. She goes, cool, you pay for Dave Chappelle. I'll organize the John Mayer tickets because she's friends with one of the BVs. Yeah, yeah. Um, eventually, we get there, and the the booth was like, oh, we sold those tickets. Yeah, and we're right in front, oh and it's no, just before yeah. showtime. Mm. And I'm like, uh, I can hear it's it's an open stadium, and you can s- hear the yeah, music, you can yeah. see the TV, and <laughs> nothing's more heartbreaking than walking away. I know. And hearing the music, oh, and yeah. I'm like, I flew all the way here, and I'm missing this show.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, I know it's a long story. I'm just rambling on, but anyway, I f- I was very sad. I've never been so heartbroken.
0: Yeah, definitely. In terms of, I would have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, like of
1: like flying all the way there, and then like ah. Uh, And Vivian felt so bad. Mm. She's like, because John Mayer had a show, I don't remember the days anymore, on Wednesday night and Thursday night in New York. Mm. So Vivian felt so bad. This was a Wednesday night. Vivian felt so bad. She's like, oh, Eric, I'm so sorry. You flew all the way here. And I messaged Dave. I'm like, hey, Dave. I know he's playing already. Yeah. The music started already. I told him, like, our tickets got sold. We're here outside. And I you know I was dreaming that'll let me you'll let me in but it was too late because yeah, music of course. Had started
0: yeah
1: um, and then Vivian tells me on the way back to New York to, to Manhattan Vivian's like I'll shout you dinner um, they don't use the word shout I'll treat you dinner yeah they don't really use that word but I'll treat you dinner and she's like I'm so sorry and then when sh- at dinner she surprised me with like I bought you tickets to John Mayer's Thursday show. <gasps> because um, I felt bad. Yeah. I got you good seats as well. She <gasps> got me like second row seats. It was a John Mayer slash Dave Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and Dave, uh, Dave at night when the show finished, Dave, Dave Ryan Harris messages me. Hey, Eric, oh my goodness. That sucks. You flew all the way. Yeah. And it's like, I go, oh, good. I'll see you at the show on Thursday night.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Vivian bought me tickets and she's like, Uh, that show... That show is only a solo. It's not a full band. Wow. And I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah. Damn it.
2: Mm.
1: I go, Ah, uh, damn it. Um so I couldn't watch the full band I really wanted to watch the full band with Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, and she's like, uh maybe we're gonna have sushi beforehand or, or something. Yeah. And he's like, What are you doing Friday night? Mm. And I'm like, I think I'm flying to San Francisco actually on Friday night. Hmm. well we have a show in washington which is only a couple hours away if you can find a way to get there i'll let you in backstage and i'll get you free tickets and i'm like uh,
2: uh, uh
1: i go uh, i'll let you know yeah i moved my flights yeah i organized i organized a different flight and uh I caught a bus to Washington. Yeah, yeah. And I watched, and I, and, you know, like, Dave got me backstage passes. I got to meet people, you know, he brought me backstage. And I I try not to share that story too much because I just want to keep that as my own. Yeah, like, you want to just
0: enjoy it for yourself. Yeah.
1: You know, like, and I told Dave, thank you so much, Dave, for that. And it's like, don't thank me. It was actually Pino's idea.
0: Oh, wow. And I'm like...
1: Yeah. These guys are my heroes.
0: Yeah, yeah. To
1: go backstage at a John Mayer gig, to get... You know, I didn't even have to pay for the tickets. Yeah. Like, again, it's another affirmation of knowing that these guys don't have to give you time.
0: Yeah. But they do. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a lesson that I want to instill in me when, if ever, if ever I did...
0: That's beautiful, if yeah. If ever I did
1: make it, or whatever it may yeah. be. That you should never it's it's a hard thing to learn but you should never be too cool
0: exactly to yeah to like and, and always share who your am gift. i to these
1: guys i'm no one yeah i'm a guy like from blacktown like who sh- got you got to go backstage to john mayer in, in washington dc yeah D.
0: that's they, they
1: beautiful don't, they don't you know what i mean like but yet they gave you that time and yeah. it pushes me. that pushes like me. like a
0: heart like that yeah. you know that's beautiful yeah
1: that's my john mayer story hopefully
0: that makes me <laughs> That's <laughs> really good what a great story it's
1: uh, good. It's, it's, crazy.
0: it's like, did that really happen? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. To wrap this up, um, what is something that you want to, like, what advice do you want to give to other musos out there?
2: Well,
1: I feel, I hope that throughout this whole interview, they I got something was just, something, at least. <laughs> <I> was just <laughs> dropping advice uh, everywhere. Advice after <laughs> advice after <laughs> advice. After but really.
0: an umbrella advice, you know, something like, you know, just um, to top it off.
1: Okay so I feel that at least with with the listeners out west they're still in their journey of trying to figure out how to how to go on about it. Yeah so if I give if the advice I give is a bit too far out of reach, um, I'll try to be a bit more open so yeah. it, so it um, encompasses everything mm-hmm. um, Now if I've already given you this advice, then I feel that you're already in your you're already playing with me anyway. Yeah, yeah. But if if this could be this would be it. If this if this would be the summary. Now a lot of musicians feel, a lot of people feel that, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna make it. Yeah. Um don't ever think it's your skill or how good you are is what's gonna make what's gonna make you make it. Yeah. Or what's gonna separate you from the others. It's a, you're expected to be good. Yeah. You're, of course, you have to be good at your job. If if people hire architects, of course, you have to be good at your job. Yeah, definitely. You can't be like, oh, hire, hire them bec- because they're crap. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. As a musician, of course, you have to be a great singer, performer, bass player, guitarist. Yeah. Don't think that you being a great singer is what's going to make you like... What's going to give you that opportunity. Yeah. It's not that. Everyone... That I work with is amazing. Yeah. What separates them from others is their attitude. Wow. Yes. Now, now don't people? Pe- yeah. It's 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 attitude as honest, is key. It's as honest yeah. as I can be. Yeah, definitely. Because, because a lot of people like a lot of great singers out there, and then they try to pursue the thing. I'm great. Why don't you want to work with me? I'm like, well, because you're not humble.
2: Yeah.
1: Because uh, you're hard to work with. Because uh, you're not on time. Because uh, you don't turn up to rehearsals. Yeah. Uh, because you you're late uh because you don't mm. your work ethic isn't good wow so yep. you a lot of people try to crack that scene thinking they're amazing yeah. like uh okay you're amazing but we're all amazing yeah. that's why we're up here yeah. so don't think that's what's going to separate you from everyone else everyone is expected to be in high quality and high standards
0: yeah here. definitely
1: what separates you is
0: your is attitude, your
1: attitude of beautiful. how you deal with it yes you may be good but does that make? Does that mean I want to ring you and hang out with you? Mm. I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but what's beautiful? What's an, another beautiful thing about attitude is that let's say you're not even you're s- not even that good yet. Yeah. Let's say you're still you're still working out the kinks, but your attitude is beautiful. Yeah. Man, come.
0: One hundred percent. Like you pick someone that's willing to learn. You're more than, than welcome someone. as yeah. well.
1: Y- you're more welcome than the great singer. Who a great musician yeah. that has bad attitude. That's awesome. So that that to me is that's the key.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah,
1: that could be my advice.
0: Oh well, thank you so much. It was such a great conversation. Thank Did you, you enjoy that? You, yeah, I enjoyed thank, that. Thank you for uh. Even I took a lot away from it.
1: Letting me talk crap for
0: <laughs> how long we been chatting. Crap. I don't know how long we been chatting. It was, it was a while, but that's she alright. She'll it's edit quality, this. Man.
1: She'll edit this to no, make it five minutes. to be honest, minutes.
0: I probably won't. <laughs> <It was laughs> who beautiful.
1: has? Who has? three hours you'd be surprised to, to sit down but <laughs> yeah thank surprised. you thank you for asking I just well I I hope you can feel that I really love it I do yeah you and do
0: and you can see it you know I hope
1: your listeners enjoy the crap cool. that I talk about
0: <laughs> I enjoyed the crap and I'm <laughs> sure they will too but thanks again Eric thank you so and much we'll, we'll definitely share your signed base online <laughs> yeah, when you know we post up your episode but yeah it was good chatting to you thank you so much till next time